Welcome to the Bunker Boys with uh, Jack. And I'm Fraser. And uh, our compatriot Luke uh, receiving another dose of COVID. So he's not here today with us, but we are here in the meantime with, with a beautiful not-so-sunny day in Sydney, mate. How's it going on your side of things, oh, Fraser? It's, 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 it's a pleasure. Um, as we were saying before, the, the white noise of the, the rain hopefully does us justice with our can-be-annoying voices as it as the pod gets on, but um, nah, not too bad over here, mate. How about yourself? All is well, mate. All is well. I'm happy I at least haven't got COVID and um, getting some good sleep with the newborn at the moment. So all is well, but I guess main to the, well, back to the main point, should I say, we're here to talk about all things footy, all things NRL related. Uh, obviously, the few side hobbies will be mentioned along the way. Uh, a few little uh, review systems. We haven't quite decided on uh, what gadgets and gizmos we want to run reviews on the show with. <laughs> Still at the up in the air. <laughs> Still very much up in the air. Happy to take any suggestions or requests for the time being. But uh, today's mainly going to be going through the upcoming trials. And when I say upcoming, they are starting tomorrow. So we've got obviously the All Stars game coming up, and we've got. What eight games of trials to head through, mate? How, yeah. What are you most excited for at this stage? Not gonna lie, I'm actually obviously trials are a big thing because you kind of get to see the the younger players and like the kind of fringe squad players come through. But I'm actually quite excited to see the um sounds cringe saying a spectacle, but like the uh, the All Stars game in New Zealand. I feel like since they haven't had much going on the past couple of years with like the COVID and everything like that, I feel like they'll actually be. Pretty good match with like both, te- well, especially the Mount, uh, the Indigenous All Stars, pretty stacked. So, I'm pretty keen for that, and then pretty keen to see how some of the uh, obviously being a para fan, just put that in there now. <laughs> so if anyone if anyone wants to turn off now, um, but no, nah, just to see how some of our young boys go there, and um, just to see how the rest of the the other teams are looking as well. How about yourself? Yeah, look, I think the biggest thing is seeing a lot of these young guys come through. Um, even getting everything kind of prepped. For the show, it's it's quite amazing how much or how little there is information on some of the young guys. So it'll be really good just to sit down and I guess sit through, um, put through who who really is the next up and coming, um, who could really be anything as Guru puts it a lot of the time. Um, but <laughs> I'm I'm really curious to see how it does pan out. All Stars game. I'm a Doggies fan myself, so um, Hayes Pram and a few others floating around in the team. A um, bit of a shame that Adokar's not going to be there, but also happy he's not going to be there because it yeah. means we're risk. Uh, in, not risking him getting injured. So yeah. there's some pros and cons, but I think that's going to be a really good game. It is a great spectacle for the game at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I think the timing of the game, doing it so it's close bit, yeah. to the start of the season, I think it's probably better placed end of the season when there's not as much on the line. Is is that your line of thought yeah, as well, Yeah, because, I mean, you look at the players that already dropped out, like Maria Hargreaves and like Adokar, um, and then quite a few of the... Uh, the Maori All Stars have kind of pulled out as well, so you're not seeing like all the top names you're kind of paying to go see, which is obviously because they've got massive season coming up, so they don't want to injure themselves. So yeah. I feel like yeah, putting that at the end of the season could really be where you can get everyone involved and not too worried about getting injured. And I mean, not saying they're going to go flying out, taking each other's heads off, but I mean they don't have to worry about ruling themselves out for the rest of the year with their club and missing rep games like Origin and all that kind of thing. So Everything else with it. And that's where they're making the money. Obviously, that's where their allegiance should be and is. And that's where the fans want them to be. So, Oh, exactly, um, yeah. And it's, I mean, even if you look, you mentioned obviously the outs. You've, you've got Zach Docker Clay and Paul Turner playing in the halves for the for the, 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 the model all-star all team. So yeah, I, I don't exactly. know how that's going to really stack up against 
you know, Cody Walker and Nico Hines. That yeah. On paper, <laughs> this Indigenous team should really wipe, wipe the floor. The floor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the four-pack's always unreal for the, the New Zealand team, but it's, yeah, I think just looking at this team on paper, I'd, I mean, I think we said this last year just between you and I, and everyone has said this, that, you know, Indigenous should run through it, but it was a good game. So it was, yeah. I guess we'll wait and see how it does come back. Hopefully we're all shocked, and hopefully we can see some of these young guys turn up when they previously haven't so oh exactly yeah it should be a good one especially um yeah tough ask nico hines dally and winner um if his hair's wet he could be on so it is tough i mean yeah, especially it, when his hair's wet are you thinking about him for your, your super coach team as well at this stage i think mate? i could be but i don't know i don't know i don't not too sure how the sharkies will go this year but yeah i don't i don't want to Leak any of my super coach. We won't too leak early, it early. But... <laughs> All right, we'll wait. Uh, yeah, I've been playing around with mine so far. We'll save the in-depth analysis of that for uh, I think after preseasons. Once we we get an idea of locked in top thirties and yeah, definitely. And especially after that uh, team list Tuesday round one, I think when everyone is yeah like a kid in a candy store just excited to see what's out there and, oh yeah and who they've got to play with for their super coach season. So we'll uh, touch on that another time. That will be another part of the pod. Um, but uh, why don't we jump into that? Preseason week one, tomorrow night, Friday, 6 p.m., we've got Warriors and Tigers, mate. That's going to be a really interesting one in terms of seeing a few names out there. We've got Luke Metcalf coming over from the Sharks. Tamari Martin, obviously, into the halves as well for the Warriors. I'm really excited to see how he clicks. Yeah. If he's going to be running that seven show or where the Warriors are going to play him. And obviously, we've got Charlie Staines coming over to the Tigers and a whole host of other stars, of course. They've had a huge recruitment drive. Is there any that you're, I guess, most excited to see out of either side, phrase. I am excited to see how Tamari Martin goes at the um the Warriors because I remember I saw an article the other day. It yep. wasn't by Boz Rothfield, so... Thank God. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, they were saying that he could be the key to seeing Sean Johnson go back to his best at the Warriors because obviously he's kind of been... I know, like, I, you'd remember him back when he was younger oh my god he Weapon was good in the young days he was yeah. so good now it's just kind of he'll turn up one week kind of dodgy the next couple of weeks get injured come back do the same sort of thing but no nah, i think tomorrow could be key um obviously i don't think he's obviously not starting but chan's coming over from um the warriors i think he's a good pickup as well over from the raiders yeah it's going to be huge to see him kind of slot in and um, pick up. I don't think he's named. He won't be in trial one, so hopefully we see him in trial two. Um, especially since he's not in the squad either for that that multi game. So hopefully we see him for week two to really get a gauge on if he's back to his best as well. Obviously he was kind of outshined last year, and Xavier Savage took that spot with yeah. both hands. And I'm curious to see as well who the Raiders go for. Obviously we won't touch on them yet there later on, but. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting plays. The Warriors on paper, as always, have got the potential there. Even, you know, Vilea, um, he came on, played an unreal uh, season last year in his opening season at centre there. Yeah. Plenty of, tries, plenty of, you know, anytime try scorers in the multis, he was always one of the legs I got right. And yeah. And it was some, <laughs> someone else always let me down in that team, so <laughs> yeah. we won't touch on that. But, yeah, I, I'm also excited to see how this – Tigers team stacks up if Staines is going to be a potential fullback option or if you know you've obviously got Dane Lurie there as well so it depends on how it's all going to really pan out and that's um, what Tommy Talao is my biggest one I think to see him come back after being oh, injured last yeah. year he's had a lot riding on the wall and uh, yeah some, some big raps coming up he didn't quite live up to it but that was in a very weak Tigers side so yeah 
I am excited to see if it is kind of like an audition tape for Staines, whether they want to start him at fullback or stay with Laurie and then play him on the wing. I think it. I, I'm actually looking forward to that to see how he goes. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess he's got it all to prove, really. But I think he's guaranteed to start. But mm. just whether it's at his preferred fullback or for whether it's on the wing, but. And that should be a good game anyway. They're both smaller bodies as well, which is probably my most interesting take on it. A yeah, lot of the, a lot of the teams are uh, leaning towards bigger fullbacks and or should I say the more successful teams even. Yeah. Dylan Ambwoods is a shorter guy, but he's a brick he's wall, a, yeah, so he's a good ball bike. running at least. So I'm curious to see if Staines and, and Laurie can really pick that up this season if one of them have, um, whether they've put on the size, whether they've just changed the team around. I think that's the big question with a whole new coaching staff in there with as well it's there's a lot of unknowns with this Tigers team so hopefully this round one trial will kind of bring to light uh, you know just some clarity in general for us oh literally yeah that's all we can hope for anyway especially with week one so see what we can do with that exactly man anything else in that game you you wanted to pick up on any any other standouts any other names you've picked on so far no I mean I saw they seem to rave about Freddie Lusick when he came off the bench for the for the Warriors last year. So I'm interested to see how he how much time he gets this season. Because so I think he was coming on in stints last year, but and I think he looked alright. He actually looked alright at points. So yeah, um, he's obviously one of the smaller. Obviously, hookers aren't too big around the comp, but yeah, I'm interested to see how many minutes he gets and how he kind of develops. But yeah, I like the look of him. Because he obviously transferred midway through the year last year. So, no, yeah, I'm interested to see how he goes. It's, uh, it's going to be a good mix. And there's always a good battle for that forward pack and yeah. positions in that pack. Uh, it seems to be hit and miss pack at time, hit and miss pack in general at times. You'll yeah. get players coming in and not living up to reputation and others budding whilst they're there. So, hopefully they can all flourish now if they get a full season back in New Zealand, back in the comfort side, and a full pre-season there too. So, oh, yeah. Um, not to mention, there's still four spots up for grabbing that Warriors top 30. So exactly. that's so a big that's a big uh, kind of insight for this trial. And whilst there's zero spots left in the Tigers top 30, so it's going to be more of a, I guess, combination run for the Tigers and vice versa. I, I'd expect to see a lot more time split up between a lot of the younger guys in this Warriors squad to see who can actually get a spot or Definitely. an upgraded contract here. So absolutely, I think that's the biggest takeaway from that game. Uh, game two, Night Sharks, Friday, 5.55 p.m. I think the Knights is, what we talked about before the show, is probably the most interesting squad out of the whole yeah, first trial. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> they are stacked. They, it looks almost like they're ready to run out. I mean, Ra- it, Week one. Outside of Ponga, it looks like this almost could be a run outside, you know, outside of potentially Brody Jones, Jack Johns there in the second row um, to be replaced. I, I really, I'm quite kind of shocked by that. It is a very stacked lineup for... um. For a preseason game, isn't for it? game one, yeah, yeah, it's it's impressive. Um, I'm trying to see if they've got. I've, I haven't got on paper how many spots they've got left themselves, but I don't think it'd be too many. Because um, you're looking at, I'm looking at that Sharks team, and what there's probably, yeah, there's not many starters in that one. I think there's what two, maybe three. It, oh, there's probably four in the f- first seventeen. I think. 
it's yeah, but it's, it's definitely God. not they're, they're definitely not matched up. I mean, <laughs> not if Newcastle, the matchup's just ridiculous. If Newcastle doesn't win this, I mean, I mean, they've got that incentive this year with the preseason trials as well. That you've you've you know, if you're winning this, you're going to come out with some money at the end. So yeah, it's an interesting point system. I haven't got the details of it in front of me. I guess we can break it down after this game and and figure out who's actually in line to yeah. potentially win on, to try to take the winners out of it and see where the points stack up. But yeah, there's still two spots left to fill in this Newcastle roster. So I think that's where the most interest is going to be. They're really thin in the hookers. Yeah, They've only got two on there. If Jaden Braley goes down this season, I'm really Could concerned about it. Could be in serious trouble, so, yeah. I mean, I'm, we're not diving in top 30s right now, but it, yeah, it kind of shocks me to see a full run of, you know, I'd say the 75% strength team compared to the Sharks. Like, as you just touched on, we've got, what, four first graders, five first graders in there? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a full training park run. Max Bradbury's going to be a really interesting one because Max Bradbury's the uh, the young lad that the Sharks have just picked up in the trade oh, yeah. from the Knights for Lockie Miller. That's right. And he's straight into the top 30 for the Sharks. Uh, he's won, he was... You know, born and bred in Newcastle there in the Hunter. They're really, really raving about him when they did the swap. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Under-19s, yeah. Under-19s, state of origin player. Like, yeah, it's it, it's definitely looking good for the Sharks. Um, I think the only concern around the Sharks is that full-back position moving forward as well um, with some thinned-out stocks. Uh, I believe there was an ACL injury. I'm not sure if you heard down the grapevine. I did see one. So I'm so, not sure of who's got it. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's. I yeah. think it was um, oh, what's his name, the young boy that filled in Dykes. Dykes, yeah, Dykes. It yeah. would be Dykes. So, so that means they're just down to Rock Kennedy, and that's about it. Now they let go. We have to Miller move Nico back, and then that kind of disrupts everything as well. So. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, we'll touch on them later, but it's a bit of a manly situation there. Like, yeah. <laughs> one <laughs> player goes, it's it, it could be season done. Yeah, uh, so... We'll wait and see. Um, yeah, I, I think that's... If Knights can't win that game, they're in for a long season. Um, I, again, I know it's not something that everyone goes hard out for in preseason, but you you want to start this on a good foot, and they oh. did it last year and fell apart. But you'd, you'd want to see some shine light at the end of the shocked. <laughs> you'd be seriously shocked if they lose this. I no disrespect to the Sharks, yeah, but like, come on. <laughs> but I tell you who I'm really excited about, and everyone's kind of raved about him is Bailey Hodgson. Yep, yep. Um, obviously the nephew of Josh Hodgson. Um, they, yeah, they've been talking about him since like the back end of last year. So just to see how he goes and whether that's, this is like, like I was saying about Staines, like kind of an audition for him to see whether he rivals Lockie Miller for the spot or, mm-hmm. cause I'm, I guarantee we'll see him at some point in the NRL this year, but whether there that's, is big raps on me, isn't yeah, there? So whether that's starting or that's, I don't know, coming in for injury replacement or something like that. But I think he could be. A big play for the Knights this year if, when they need him. Um, Hastings, though, would you? That was a bit of a shock. It, it should him be a, moving over, but I mean, he he could be the the missing piece of the puzzle he for the could Knights. Be, yeah. um, you know, you're looking at the, the talks is obviously Ponga going to six for at least the first part of the season. Hopefully, they stick with it. If he's yeah. spent all preseason training there, they oh, can't afford. Can't. They can't afford to put him back to fullback after nah, two bad losses. Exactly. They've just got to stick it out and with the with this uh, experiment, should we say. I, I assume Tyson will just go to 14 and you'll see you know, either Hodgson or Miller there at the fullback and yeah. that'll be the tail of the tapes. So uh, it is going to be really interesting. Hastings is going to have to lead that team. They didn't have anyone leading them last year. So I, I think he, you know, him partnering with Ponga could really release 
take the Ponga. win off Ponga yeah, a bit as well because I thought um, Hastings did really. I know they obviously got the spoon, but I thought he did really well with points with the Tigers. Like yeah. his leadership and everything, especially like I remember how well he played against Para at Combank when they beat us in on the literally on the siren and stuff like that. And especially even when he moved to thirteen. He didn't kick up a stink. He just kind of got on with it, led the team around, and I thought he did well. So he was, I thought he was a bit hard done by by the uh, by the Tigers, but um, I mean, solid pick up by the Knights anyway. And I think they'll, especially Ponga, will definitely benefit from having him in the team as well. Yeah, it's, I think it's you know Tigers are, will be missing him to an extent. It sounds like they're in the race for Moses again, so it sounds like they probably should have just kept Hastings in the end if they're exactly. looking for an experienced half. So especially if they don't end up getting Mitch, which I hope they don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, the time will tell. I think the Knights have got a good pick up there, and if yeah, if there are any chance of making the most of this, uh, I'd say they're the only team that have all their eggs in one basket, having all their money with Ponga and exactly, having yeah. him kind of dictate terms. At least that's what it's sounding like, not only through the media but through the grapevine. So yeah, uh, I, I do hope. I mean, especially for Newcastle Knights fans. I mean, they're they're a bit similar to us Doggies fans. It's been a tough run. Yeah, theirs has been even tougher than us the last twenty years. So. I, I do feel for them. I hope they do get a bit of back into some form. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I guess it will really pick up and see how this gel, you know, what sticks in this team, what, what's going to work, and obviously how they're going to use Kurt Mann, the, the most versatile man in the in the, in the competition <laughs> at the moment. Like exactly. can play anywhere and maybe needed to play anywhere if Braley goes down. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. It'll be interesting, yeah, to see how he goes. I mean, see, I, I think that's a good wrap-up for the Friday night. Uh, in Oh, we've still got 8 p.m. on the Friday with the Bunnies Manly. Uh, and someone I mentioned to you earlier is that Jake Toby yeah, um, Jake kid Toby. for Manly. He's he's kind of been waiting instead for another injury to Tommy Turpo to come, <laughs> to come into this fullback role. I think he's kind of pegged in behind Garrick as well after how well Garrick played it. Um, yeah. fullback last year and talks of uh, you know him actually being kicked off the wing into the centres. I think that's going to affect everything from super coach to his hands on the ball. Uh, oh, it's going to exactly. be really. I think Manly's in a bit of a mess at the moment. Uh, they've they've picked up Cooper Johns, so it's going to be interesting to see how they play with that. You mentioned they re-signed Sipley and everything as well, so they've they've got that forward pack pretty much locked down, and they've got enough stocks there. I think I'm just. They got, I think, what did I mention before? Nine or ten wingers. Yeah, they've got, wingers. they've got a lot of they've got backs. they've got plenty of depth in the outside backs. I think the biggest issue is picking the best combination there, and obviously a prime fit turbo coming back from uh, this US rehab. If he can, if he can do wonders for like it did for Luttrell, then hopefully we do see a full season out of him, and we can go from there. But in the meantime, yeah, Jake Toby had an unreal season last year. In reserves, was had a hand in something like seventy percent of tries. They had something ridiculous. So, um, don't have the direct stat in front of me, so don't quote me on that one. But <laughs> I was very impressed in what I was reading up on the kids. So he's one to watch. Uh, and bunnies, I don't really have anyone in that list that I've got on my watch list at this stage. There's a lot of names that I haven't heard of or seen before. So I think that's for me is a just a big learning game for me. What about yourself, Ray? Yeah, definitely, especially with that um. That Bunnies line, I can't say there's too many I'm too familiar with. Obviously, like there's Taff there, Richie Kenner, but yeah, I can't say I'm too familiar with many of them. But yeah, I'm really interested to see how Manly use Cooper Johns. I don't know, we weren't too sure if he was actually signed or not yet, if he's still not. I mean, I'm assuming he must be signed now, but um, whether he actually gets a go at six or whether they just go straight for Schuster and Cherry or yeah. if he... Maybe plays fourteen, takes Dylan Walker's role as 
Dylan Walker's gone now, so yeah. Manly's got four spots left, so they've got plenty of spots left in their cap. Exactly. You assume, yeah, I mean their their halves currently they've only got two signed. They're really in Daly and Schuster. They don't really have anyone else on the books that has that halves experience. So I think they're going to need someone like Cooper Johns there for whether it's rep rounds or for injury. Got a big fun crackers done for Thunder. Big firecrackers. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, so I don't know if that's... Uh, what's the word? Foreboding for what's going to be happening for this season. Yeah. Right? Hopefully for Manly fans, be an omen for the storm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of the two. Um, but I think that's going to be interesting. I think that's just a kind of watch and play game. Not not too much for either of us to really have on that one, is yeah, it? Yeah, well, I think we'll just have to kind of see how that one kind of plays out. Yeah, well, obviously the big one's the next one. The Panthers, Eels, the... Grand final rematch in the in the trial match. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you take this one, mate. Why don't you run me through this Eels squad and some names on paper there, if you if you recall. Obviously, you got the the Jack Josh Hodgson in there. Uh, oh God, he's looking <laughs> sharp. He's looking big, <laughs> big biceps, dodgy knees. So hoping some of that muscle from his arms goes to his to his knees. Um, Sean Russell, I'm excited to see him play fullback because obviously that's his natural position. He, I remember him playing first week the season last year scored a hat trick then didn't play again the whole season um got fractured ribs then just couldn't make his way back in the team back in, yeah. um see how we're picking up your crumbs with loomy loomy yeah um, literally our crumbs yeah i mean yeah it's i mean zach Sini as well he's played a lot of new south Wales cup for us as well um jordan rankin jake arthur Obviously, Jake Arthur, the best 14 in the comp. <laughs> um, oh, God. No, nah, I, don't, I don't mind Jakey. Um, yeah, he copped, obviously copped a fair amount of fair amount of shit last year. But, no, nah, I'm interested to see how he goes. Obviously, playing more first grade this, like, obviously, he played quite a lot last year. So, see how he develops this year. Um, but I think I'm most interested to see how our forwards line up, to be honest. Because, obviously, their back's... For this game, aren't too. I'm not too fussed about. It. Not none of no. them will start. Besides, maybe Russell on a wing if there's injuries, or yeah, maybe if Gutho gets injured. That's about it. Yeah. Um, Russell might come in. We've obviously got Dunstar, who's coming back from his knee, so he might fill in there as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely the forwards. So we've got Mister Um, tight pockets there, Maddo, who's obviously starting. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't fancy paying his 4k to to start the season with the lads. That's yeah, the principle, man. It's the principle. <laughs> yeah, it's the principle it's of this, it. Yeah, uh, he's tight ass system that they've got going. I I, I back Maddo. I'm happy for him to sit out for a few. <laughs> <laughs> As a non Eels fan, uh, save his change. <laughs> um, but no, definitely, I'm excited to see how Kai Rodwell goes. He played a couple of games for us last year. Um, he got, I think, I got Rookie of the Year. Jingies. Um. For us, so that should be good. Obviously, Sean Lane was our player of the year, so I hope he has another big and one. Mama C has come over from the Knights, was he last year? Where he did, he? Yeah, yeah. He was at the Knights. That's a pretty good pickup by us. Um, Matt Dory's, I think, the biggest one, or my biggest. You'd be more familiar with Matt yeah, Dory. Yeah, he's come over from the Dogs. He was out all last year with an ACL. Previous season, he was a bit of a shining light amongst the rookies. He was just hard riding edge, like just bulky lad. He, we would have sized up even more over the last two years uh, as all the boys do with an ACL injury they just bulk up up top oh, being off the yeah. legs so they, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him coming out ripping and tearing um, I'd say he'd definitely be fighting for one of those edge spots if not a bench spot at the very least uh, Yeah, he was just forced out of the dogs with how many edge players we have I think we've got 10 signed in the, in the second row lock kind of period so yeah. unfortunately he was 
on the chopping block. Um, but yeah, nothing but nothing but you know good good reports for that for that kid. So keen to see how he runs out there um, over the week and. Um, is I, yeah, I think that's all I really noted for the pickups. I, I, I haven't really. You've still got Hayes Dunster there on the deep bench reserve. Surprisingly, after he had a, a couple of good games for you guys last year, and he did his ACL as well, didn't he? He did his knee in preseason last year by his um his missus, his brother. So, <laughs> uh, it out. No, I remember Tyson Fumiano from the um the Dragons. The Dragons did it. Yeah. Yeah. So no. that would have been a good family dinner the next week, but um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm excited to see how some of those guys do. And you got Dejan Arcee as well over from Warriors. Yeah, so, so he's a pretty good utility pickup, which I don't think we really had. Um, I mean, we had Will Smith a couple of years ago. He kind of played a bit of everywhere, but then I think other than that, we kind of struggled there. But you've just got Drake Arthur that's the permanent utility. So if you can, yeah, if uh, Brad can sort his uh, familial and uh, coaching duties out there, then I think. Yeah, yeah, he'll slot into that fourteen. Otherwise, I think Jake will hold that for a while longer. So definitely, I'm also one I'm keen on, and I noted a bit of him last year. Is Brendan Hands? Mm-hmm. The um, he played hooker for us in New South Wales Cup. Okay, um, I think he he kind of chopped between a bit because if Mitch Rain was playing New South Wales Cup, but he's one of our up and coming hookers, so I'm in- interested to see how he goes. If he gets a run, I don't think he'll get a run this week. Maybe next week mm-hmm. or um even if he comes up at any point during the season to see how he goes. But, yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of... Obviously, we had a decent clear out at the end of last year. So, just to see how the new boys go in, the new forwards. Obviously, we've got a few key people not playing. Um, but I think the big one's probably that I'm sure you've heard is Jermaine Hopgood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from Penrith. Big uh, They're picking him to have a pretty good year, pretty big year, so I hope that's the case. There he is looks, a lot of rats like him, isn't there? Yeah, yeah he, I think he was their New South Wales Cup captain or something, so for Penrith last year, obviously winning it, so I'm hoping that's a good pick-up for us. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's probably all on para for now. I'll be interested just to see how they go, to be honest. It's going to be a good match-up, and it, there's a lot of depth in this Penrith side as well, as we know, like winning what every... Every competition oh, last year was it all just ridiculous. It was, it's an impressive system, and I've, I'm not sure if it is Gus's five year plan, plan to turn into yeah. twelve years. But it, I think that it has whatever whatever's happening out there, whatever they're drinking, it's uh, it's working. Yeah. It's um, mother's milk down at the foot of the mountain at the moment. But yeah. Um, and yeah, you've got some obviously Taruva's being long hauled to get into the side this year at some point. Uh, Cogger's back as well, which is very impressive. Yeah, because he had a stint in the UK, didn't he, he did, for a year or yeah. two? So. After leaving the dogs and the knights, or vice versa, uh, but yeah, it's there's a lot of uh, shorter names. Hoskins in there too. Uh, it'll be interesting if Eisenhuth can break back into that um, first grade side as a full time. Yeah. But just to try and get into that, it's just team is the impossible. Team's just been so good for so like the past three years. You so can't it's just. To, I, I can't recall anyone being really dropped out of the side no, outside of being can't. kicked out of the team. Like. Exactly, or if unless like a season-ending injury. But they've been pretty lucky with those kind of things. So they've been really fortunate so far. So I mean, you've got Maverick Guy as well there, which I think is the other big call. Um, Maverick Guy has been obviously descendant of Guy, but we're trying to see. I guess where he does fit in, he's been ranting and raving. I remember watching videos of him last last year when they were initially started talking about him coming through. It would have been probably pre-season last year, but uh, I think it's going to be really impressive because a lot of these young guys know that if they can break into this team, then 
their wallets open right up to go wherever they want in the league as well. So yeah. everyone knows if you can crack this team, you're in for a, a good long career. Oh, so, big time. Um, I, I think you'll see a lot of these young guys really stand up. Wouldn't be, even be surprised if they win this game with a with a predominantly, you know, second grade team. So I'm excited to um also see because obviously they had a fair few injury suspensions with their halves and them playing Origin and that kind of thing, but. Yeah. Especially with O'Sullivan moving to the Dolphins, I'm excited to see if someone does get injured, who gets called up. Cause who gets that? Well, they'll obviously two it spots was, free essentially. Yeah, won't it was they? straight away. It was Sullivan. Yeah. So, obviously that still <laughs> getting interrupted around, yeah. by the thunder. Um, obviously I think it was straight away they went O'Sullivan, and then I think it was a toss up between uh, Kurt Falls and Jamin Salmon. So I don't know. Interesting to see how they go there, especially during origin period but I mean it never seemed to really disrupt them did it so I'm expecting just similar year to for Penrith to be honest um, they're, yeah they're, they're still my tip to take it all out again I yeah, wouldn't be surprised to be honest to three-peat that out of them and maybe the Roosters for me but yeah I can't see them finishing anywhere within second or third to be honest yeah uh, we can break down obviously our one to 17s next week but yeah it's uh, it's I think it'll look very similar for a lot of people with their prediction of who's going to be where. Uh, I mean, to be fair, a lot of people were shocked from like well, six to six to 12 last year. So I'm yeah. sure there'll be, there was always a sh- there's always a few teams that stand up. So we'll see if any of us can pick that out. Um, but this Dragon St. Helens game is, is that next one on the Saturday, um, which is probably, it, it's going to be interesting to see a few of the, uh, I guess, old NRL guys back there. You've got Will Hopawadi, you've got... Uh, who else in there? Joey Lussick oh, as well. Joey and Curtis Sirenen. So it's a few of the old boys coming back for a game. Um, I don't know much about the St. Helens boys. I know Tommy Mackinson has had huge raps, had a good World Cup. Um, and I believe Wellsby was in there as well. So um, there's a few big names in that. Um, and Dragons are running out of fairly strong Yeah, so I'd say that's quite... Especially their... Um, their backs, their two centres and their two wingers, I'd say that probably close to the starting. Pretty much, yeah. Um, playing both Sui and Lomax, and then Ravala was back. Moses playing that Kurtman utility role where he'll play any role oh, they'll give he... him at this point. Yeah. Um, obviously, Hunt will slot into that seven role. They, I guess, really need... They picked up Jacob Little, but they they really need a punchy nine. So yeah. I hope for Jacob he does stand up and become that nine they've needed for a while. Definitely. Um, they either need that that you know speed off the mark or a quicker passing game uh, to get Hunt a bit more time. Oh, that, yeah. that bloke can carry them on their back if they just give him some go forward and some time with it. So Exactly, yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be really interesting. And it's always good seeing some overseas talent and how it stacks up against the NRL as well, how the Dragons pick up. Obviously, they finished, what, ninth, 10th last year. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how they stack up against you know the UK's best. Definitely, because um, I think um, a lot of the people are picking them to get the spoon this year. So it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously, it's still pre-season, not a full strength. But yeah. just to see the mindset of how they turn out this week will yeah. definitely be a big indicator, I think. Yeah, and there's there's not too many names in that reserves list. Josh Cook, uh, I believe, is the same Josh Cook who was the um, <laughs> backup for the Dogs. I actually really rate him. I think he yeah. could be... I, I thought he was honestly our best option last year until Dream Marshall King came into the form. Yeah, know, the, he was in incredible patch. Oh, yeah. Honestly, amazing guy. Uh, one of those blokes that will reply to DMs, have a chat um, with fans. So, really good guy. Happy that, um, for JMK it turned out and wish him all the best up at the Dolphins. 
Um, and yeah, Josh Cook was just couldn't really break into the side last year. Had BBO playing at 14, so he couldn't get that 14 squad either. So yeah. he was just kind of just always on the outer. I think he'd come over from the South and had the same issue at the South before. So I, I hope he can crack it in because if, if any team's lacking some depth at nine, it's it's the Dragons Oh, the definitely. Um, so uh, fingers crossed for that. But I think that's all the takeaways for me. Oh, yeah, that's all for me. Yeah, I can't say I'm too familiar with the St. Helens boys or anything. you got so. Conan Harrell there still as well. So he's in the, de- <laughs> the depth of the reserves. Oh, so hopefully see him right down have there. a couple of hit-ups. So. <laughs> oh, that'll be good. <laughs> it'll be good for next game anyway. Hopefully they uh, get him starting next week just for the old time. So oh, surely. It's going to be spicy. Uh, who's up next? Storm Roosters, Sunday, uh, 1.50 p.m. Storm pretty much running out. Yeah, their reserve grade side. will be really good to see um, Christian Welch and... Josh King back out there. Josh King locked down that lock position last year, but yeah. I, I wouldn't say he was overly impressive all year. Yeah, I wouldn't say he was. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's his. Was, I wouldn't say it's his spot. I yeah. would say if someone came in and did something outrageous in this trial season, that he could be in trouble. But oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely hasn't tied that down. But then it's going to be interesting to see who takes the. Um, I mean, I think they've kind of solidified it, but just to see how the rest of the um the forwards pan out because obviously they lost the the Bromwich brothers and Kafusi. Yeah. So. There's a lot of spots open. Um, Howarth is the name that I thought I would see in the team this week. I'm not sure if he's injured or they're just waiting till week two. Yeah. Maybe a full strength team next week to run him out there but he's been in talks for years. Uh, I know Supercoach side of things. (laughs) Everyone had him in their team last year just waiting for him to get his, you know, his run on. Never happened. So. Waiting out. And and you mentioned as well before the show a uh, phrase about Jonah Pezzett. Um, yeah, I've heard. I, I'll probably have a nail this pronunciation. But yeah, he's uh, he's the uh, under-19 origin half for New South Wales. Big calls over him. and Oh, yeah. Hopefully he can slot in. Um, yeah, what, the next Cooper Johns is that? Not Cooper Johns. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I don't know. No, that's an insult. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the uh, older relative. Love you, <laughs> the next Cooper Johns. No, yeah, I did hear wings to um Cooper Cronk. Cooper Cronk, uh, yeah, the other Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. The lesser known, the lesser known, the lesser Cooper. known Cooper. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry to both Coopers there. <laughs> yeah. Double stitch up. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to be really interesting because I mean, if anyone can continue to breed halves, it's the Storm. So. Uh, that'll be really interesting. A few names in there. I had to literally go into the depths of YouTube to find 60-second uh, YouTube <laughs> clips on Will Warwick being one of them. So I hope, hope to see a bit more of them. Some good size in, in those back boys. They've always got a big big back line. So yeah. uh, hopefully see some depth there. And the Roosters is a really interesting side. They're running out fairly strong. It's quite stacked, I'm not going to lie. It's uh, I don't know much about Ethan King and Smalley, but pretty much the whole rest of the back line's... Almost starting. Uh, if I'm not pal. wrong, Alfred Smalley was he the one of them from Manly that played during the Pride round? I've I I know I've heard the Smalley name before, so it might could be, be him. Alfred Smalley. Let me one do of the a others. bit of um, a bit of research while we're still on, but I'm ninety percent sure it's the because uh, he one of them scored like a hat trick in, in in one of the games, didn't he? Because you've got Raymond Vega as well. I think he got a start last year for Manly, um, in that centre wing spot. So I'll let you do some search there, but in regards to the rest of it, you know, it'd be really good to see the cheese out there. First time in the tricolours. They've got Matt Lodge, Egan Butcher, Victor Radley, Lindsay Collins. It's stacked. And Drew Hutchinson's on the bench. Uh, Terrell May. Uh, and in in regards to depth, 
Um, Tuika Toa is in there, which is going to be very interesting. That's from the dog's wing. It is um, the, the Smalley. It is, so, it is yeah. that Smalley. So there you go. They've got some really good depth here. I mean, no, no surprise that the Roosters have Shock. depth. Shock. Um, <laughs> they've managed to make, what, finals after finals with continuous injuries already with Connor Watson and potentially Crichton out as well with the news coming out. No real confirmation there yet, but it's um, it's good to see they've got the depth um, in the meantime and you've got a lot of... Uh, yeah, a lot of names I haven't heard of again uh, in this Storm extended list. Uh, it's hard as well, I think, f- with the Storm feeder clubs. You don't really hear too much out of them. Oh, exactly. From, the st- from I mean, a lot of them seem to come over from Queensland, but you don't hear too much. I do know. Um, I do know thing. one of them. Um, he used to work with my missus at before and after school care. There Max Max Lehman down the bottom. Okay. Um, he was at Para last year as well. Yeah. So I think he's a center. Yep. No idea what he's like no, as a player, but I, do, I just recognise <laughs> the name. He's good um, with kids. There you go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. must be a good bloke. A good babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> so at least he's got a backup career sorted. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, wishing him all the best. Uh, <laughs> but I think, yeah, that, that's going to really... Storm always do this, so they just... They seem to just run things behind the scenes and Which know exactly what's going on, whereas I feel like every other club, people know what's going on and what's coming through. So I'm really curious to see what's going on with the Storm here. Um, see what their depth is going to be like. And there's a few of the players we're not going to get to see, which is a shame, but yeah. I'm sure by week two, we're going to have a lot more in-depth analysis of who can still make top 30 spots, who's still there. I believe Melbourne still had... Oh, they've got one spot left. So there's not too much fighting yeah, going not, on, yeah. which is surprising considering how many uh, fresh names we're seeing there. Um, and in regards to Roosters, how many have they got left? Three. Wow. Three spots left in the top 30 still. So uh, it could be interesting. I'm I'm sure that we'll see a lot of the, the uh, experienced guys rested within the first kind of 20 to 30 once they've got that combination down pat Definitely. and going on from there. So that's another insight. Uh, Raiders-Bulldogs is the next game. Uh, pretty excited for this as a Doggies fan because the mighty Josh Reynolds is returning. Wow. Um, it is. The fun. prodigal son it, returns. It's, I mean, there's a lot of talk about, you know, him, he should have just gone into coaching role. He could have done there, but he's just not going to have the same impact in that role. And Oh, yeah. I don't expect him to be, I'd say, in the starting 17, but I think he could have that 14 role locked down. You've obviously got Farmani Brown that's just coming back again after leaving us, going, uh, having injuries, going over to the Tigers, having an unreal season off the bench for them last year. He scored almost every time he went off the bench. Yeah. Um, and he's back back fighting for it now. So I, I do hope Farmanu finds his spot there, but obviously it's going to be hard with Joshy Reynolds, even if he's just there sitting on the bench revving the boys up as 18th man. Like, whatever it's going to be, um, I think that's going to be huge to have him there week in, week out. I'd probably say that's probably how they will use him, have him there as... Her concussion protocol guy, especially yeah. with those rules changing this year. It's Definitely. Only two head knocks now instead of three Yeah, before you can start having your backup players coming in. So I think that's going to be huge. Uh, the big issue at the Dogs is where the f- who's going to play fullback, who's going to be in the centres. They've got Hayes Perham that's just come over. We're going to see him in the All-Stars game. And then oh, you've got to mix up Hayes between Burns. <laughs> <laughs> I love Taze Perham. He was good for you guys, wasn't yeah. he? So it's, I'm happy we've got a good pick up there, but we've now got another depth, the usual depth issue with the Dogs where uh, hopefully, at least if we see there's a best player, we play them instead. Yeah. Not making any comments on players or, or situations there, but uh, yeah, we've got Burns, Avarillo, Alamotti, uh, and we've also just picked up 
a few of the other big boys too. Everyone's talking about Raja playing in the in the centres. We've got Skelton. He's probably my favourite um, pickup from last season. He played yeah. reserve grade all year. Was come over from the Melbourne Rebels, um, playing Union and and Aussie Sevens and stuff. Uh, um, his whole career coming over to the NRL for the first time. Still got a few defensive liabilities, but my God, his highlights in attack, he's just bumping blokes for fun. Yeah. So he would be huge to get in the centres at some point. Um, God forbid an injury, but if if that's what's going to take to get him in there, then there we go. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a fight. I'd say he's probably behind. I, I don't know. It depends if they stick with the experience and get Burns in there and, you know, keep Alamotti out. But I think you just have to give Alamotti a run at this stage, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, the rest of the team, we're, we're, we're running a pretty full strength team down there. It's, it's down in Maruya, great country, country town down south, and it's going to be an unreal game. I'm trying to get my, um, my dad's partner to go down and watch it for me. So at least we have, <laughs> we have someone on the ground level oh, giving us, some, giving us some feedback. So, um, that's the main takeaways from the dogs and anyone you're interested in from the dog side to see, um, um, the trader, um, paying nine, um, <laughs> read money. <laughs> uh. I'll be, no, I, I'll I be, thought I would have mentioned him because I knew yeah. you would. Yeah. <laughs> Making me start crying again. <laughs> nah, I'm interested to see how he goes, to be honest. Um, obviously, he's got some dodgy shoulders, but I, I, I do hopefully hope he new, kind of... Hopefully new shoulders that don't... Yeah, I do hope love. he has a good year. Obviously, not when he plays us, but <laughs> no, nah, I hope he has a good year. And obviously, you got so much stacked power, not even on the... on the in the change or in the reserves. So, I mean, yeah, I think you've got good things this year for the dogs. Oh, I think it's just a combination thing more than anything else. Yeah, it's definitely. Gonna, I, I don't expect us to be knocking the door down this year, but I think, you know, when, when we're looking, I mean, well, bloody hell, we're talking about next season already, you know, we're talking about pre-season trial one, so <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. But combination this year, and that's that's the hope. But, yeah, this Raiders side is very spicy as well. They've got all this firepower. They're electric in attack when they get going. Oh, yeah. Well, you got Sebastian Chris in the centres, and Xavier oh. Savage is just yeah, he's that X sector they need at the back, and I'm just really curious to see how this harsh pairing turns out. If they stick with you know Frawley Schneider, if they end up um, coming through, who was it last year? Um, we'll still, I think they'll probably still play White and then um, it'll still be White in there, of course. Then you've you've got a battle because Schneider was in there for a few weeks helping yeah, out. Fogarty, oh, Fogarty was injured. injured. Yeah, that's so, kind of when they didn't have their best period yeah which is no disrespect to schneider but it's obviously he was a young kid coming through yeah fogarty's kind of was is the main man so he's meant to be there so it's going to be a big uptick there the only downside is now that hodgson's gone i mean obviously he was injured for half the season last year anyway but yeah you've got danny levi coming in who couldn't really cement a spot at the knights uh which is concerning in that team yeah Uh, i do rate zach wolford but uh, I'm not sure. He's. I don't think he's their 80 minute solution. I'm not sure how they're going to balance. Starling is either. I don't think he's on. No, he's, he, he'll play next. Either, yeah, he'll play next week. I assume. But I, I think, Tom, yeah, I think Tommy Starling and, and probably it'll be a Danny Levi. Maybe the first 20, 30 minutes onto Tom Starling trying to get that. But yeah. I think nine's their weakest point at this stage. Uh, Definitely. Big Corey Horsburgh. Uh, uh, amazing man. I, I I do love this squad. I I I'd see them in the top eight this year. Yeah. Um, knocking doors down just. They just got to avoid injury and a few of those key roles, and need Whiten to have another belter. Yeah, and at least Savage has got this fullback role hopefully locked down. Yeah, now. so you can kind of just right. not need to worry about that. Yeah, so. and you got Rapiner that can obviously go back there if need be. But um, Schiller, Schiller, James Schiller was the other one that I loved in the halves last year. So they've got a bit of a inter- interesting mix. Um, 
So, but yeah, great. It should be a great game. Wish I was down there to see it. Uh, we'll definitely be watching it live. I think the missus has invited some people around to our place. How good? About four thirty, but not for the game. I think. Just, oh right. I think she's irrelevant <laughs> at the time. I'm just going to be watching it with the TV in the background the yeah. whole time. So that'll be my uh, focus. And the only other mention there is I'm really keen to see Franklin Pele coming over from um, the Sharks. Absolutely huge human. Like, yeah, would love to see him on the bench for us. Uh, and. Got uh, Josh. I don't know how to pronounce. It. I'll just say Josh Papali as well. Um, he probably won't see him for another year or two. Yeah. To be fair, but he's had huge raps coming through and state of origin appearances, all the rest. So um, for the for the under 19s so really keen to see that. Um, but that's a wrap on that one. The only other mention in that game, sorry, is the Lachlan Lewis for the Raiders is a different Lachlan Lewis. Uh, <laughs> it is a ginger-haired Lachlan Lewis. It is, uh, not, it, yeah, is it is not the ex-Bulldogs Lachlan Lewis. Yeah. So I, I had a double take when I was going through team lists. I was like, hang on, he's hang back. On, no way. He's back for the Raiders after a long stint away. But no, it's a new Lachlan Lewis, boys. So um, we look at the Cowboys and Dolphins, mate. Do you want to talk us through this one? Yeah, look, I can't say there's too many in this... Um, this Cowboys team I'm too familiar with. Um, I recognise a couple of them. Obviously, Brendan Elliott in there, Ben Hampton. Shibasaki up um, from uh, the Knights as well. Like they've got, I think this is probably their week of just trying to figure out like, how much you know how much room they've got left in the top 30 or have they kind of already Good question, sorted that one out. But um, they have, uh, They're locked in from memory. Yeah, zero spots left. So they're locked in. I'd say it's just a depth. I think, yeah. Just definitely seeing just who's going to be first pecking order for what injuries. And yeah. I mean, it's good to see James Tamo back. Um, had his dodgy couple of years at the Tigers. Um, but no, yeah, it'll be good to see him back there but I think I think the big the real interesting one is to see how the um the Dolphins go yeah to be honest that's that's what everyone's worried about when you look at that Cowboys team it's not you're not too worried about that you're kind of more focused on the Dolphins you are, so, you are. It's and, and obviously the Dolphins had a bit of a run around last week um, I didn't catch too much of it I know it was a lot of the junior guys and I guess this is where the senior guys come through and they start to play with a bit more combinations you've got pretty much a full strength side here we've got yeah. Jason in the centers uh i'm curious to see who they preference at fullback here you've still got the hammer to come through as well exactly um so i'm wondering who who's going to be kind of kicked out there because there's not enough room for i mean unless they move isaaco to the wing and make newest center uh, which i don't think either of them really signed up to go to the dolphins for. Yeah. so i think there's could a bit of trife going on there early yeah. um and they've still got four spots left or something ridiculous because um, i wonder if bennett's gone to all three of them yeah come play fullbacks and yeah. they're just gonna yeah one at a time yeah. you'll be my first fullback yeah don't worry you'll be so just gonna fight it out to dolphins see got four spots left as well still so um yeah, it's impressive to to say the least. Um, I'm just trying to go back to. But I think out of that whole Dolphins team, the one that everyone's kind of got their eye on is Isaiah Katoa. Yeah. Um, I hope I pronounced his first name right. But I think yeah, the big raps are on him this year. They've been talking him up a fair bit, so be interesting to see how he goes, especially in this first run out. But yeah, no, look. It'll be good just to see them get their combinations to start with because, I mean, it's a decent strength team for the, for the Dolphins, but... It yeah. is solid. It's um, it, I mean, everyone's been talking about Ray Stone as well coming over from Power. from the Eels yeah. as well. So I, I think it's going to be really interesting. And with their nine role, who's going to really lock that one down? I know Harrison Gray has been touted to roll in there. Um, so there's, just, there's a lot of depth they still need. I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up 
uh, someone else from another club before the cutoff or yeah. before this lock-in time. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do pick up another experienced dad, maybe even someone from the Super League to come over. Um, it wouldn't be surprising at all. They just, I think they just need a bit more experience there to lock it in. But yeah. um, obviously we haven't seen the Bromwich brothers in this squad either. So, um, yeah, it'll be a great to see them running out. Um, and the only other game left for the week is Broncos and Titans, Sunday, 8 o'clock. Um, talk us through that one, Fraze. Oh, I mean, we get to see Reese Walsh back at the Broncos. So, I mean... Back home, yeah. Back home. They've actually got quite a strong team lined up to start. I mean... Could see Herbie Farmworth back. Obviously, he missed the back end of last year. Yep. Um, and then Stags playing. He, he obviously got his shoulders. He got shoulder surgery, I think. So good to see him back week one. Um, yeah. Obviously, I think Walsh is obviously the factor for them this year because obviously playing it'll be Ezra Mam and Adam Reynolds, I imagine. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think Stags as well is a big key for them. If uh, I think he needs to go searching for the ball and. Just demand it when when he wants it. Um, you look at any other experienced centre out there. If they want the ball, they'll go find that wing or whatever it is. If you're on five six hundred k like he's reportedly on, I think he needs to be really involved this year. And I'm not sure who needs to be telling him that, but I think if they can kick uh, yeah kick a Tony up the butt and get that going with with yeah. the likes of Reese and Adam combining, I think they're on on for a good year. Definitely. I feel like he had a really good year up until Origin and then he kind of, he faded a bit after yeah. that. But, I mean, like he said, he apparently he was injured most of the season, so whether that was a factor or not. But, yeah. Um, and then obviously the forwards, Payne Haas, Flegler, they're probably the first, the starting props anyway. Yeah. Um, their hooking spot though, that's where I think I'm very curious about because they haven't really got their, they've chopped and changed the past couple of years now where whoever's playing hooker so yeah, I, I, yeah I've, I have no idea I don't know if you have any clue I think Luke might have more of an idea when he yeah Luke's when our he Broncos comes, man he so. is the Broncos man so when he comes on he can tell us a bit more but yeah I can't say I have any idea about that but obviously the, and then the big pickup of Marty to power it is a so big pickup. Tristan Saylor as well. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say that's a marquee signing, but it's but a, they've got a revi- big about him. Yeah, it's a so. revived revived career for Tristan after everything going on for him. Yeah. So I hope he can knock some door down. And I think Reese needs now that there's no one else really knocking the door down for the fullback spot. Reese needs that competition to, to play well. If he's got it locked in, I think anyone you, you just you, get you can get complacent. complacent. Yeah. yeah, complacency is 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 rife in any sport. So if he's got someone there, another young kid, same kind of age, same temperament. Definitely. If uh, if Reese starts playing up in any way, Tristan can get a shot there. So, uh, yeah, really curious how that plays out and how the Broncos are going to use Billy Walters this year. If they're gonna, uh, I still think he's more of a half than a, than a hooking utility. So yeah, a bit of a Jake Arthur scenario where you'd rather have someone that can cover your hooker than someone that can cover your six and seven. Roles. Exactly. Yeah. Someone that's especially with your nine taking all making all the tackles and burning all the energy up you need you need those fresh legs exactly so, definitely uh, a lot left on the table there uh titans pretty pretty strong team running out there you yeah got, you got Fafita, you got aaron clark Jaden campbell uh aaron sharp obviously ex doggy is really happy to see him get a run on hopefully that he's got he's pretty much walking into that center role um jojo Fafita had a great end i of the really year. liked the look of him unreal yeah really good in the air i think they've been missing that um bit of mongrel about him bit of as mongrel, well. yeah so they've got the speed again obviously sammy's not quite as quick as he used to be but i think if they can lock that down i think the only other question is who gets this uh seven roll out of tanner and toby 
Definitely. Um, I, I know everyone's touting that Boyd's going to Boyd's going to get it after yeah. a bit more experience on his shoulders, but um, Toby was. I think he did really well for them in the first half of last year. It was just yeah, the wheels fell off the whole bus last year, and I mean, all eyes were on David um, for feeder. That is, um, oh yeah, purely because of the money he's on. But I, I think there's a lot more going on behind closed doors beyond just David or Toby. Oh, um, big time! And I feel like playing with someone as experienced as Foran as well could do wonders for Sexton as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whoever they pick, I think they've got they've got a bit of depth there as well because obviously out of those two who plays at four and, and then obviously you could always move he's not playing at all this week, I don't think, but um Brimson as well, he could whether he starts at full back or plays in there, he's also cover. So yeah, yeah. it'll be it'll be good to see how that kinda pans out. But um I, I have heard a bit of raps about um Tino's is it Tino's, Tino's bro- younger brother? Yeah, there's some, there's definitely a relation Isaac. there. Yeah. yeah. I've heard a bit about him, just the talks, and whether that's just because it's Tino's brother or if he's actually got a bit about him as Guru would whether say. It's a, Could yeah. be anything. <laughs> whether it's a Giannis moment at the Bucks and he's just getting his whole family to play. Yeah. To stay with the Titans or what is going on. But, um, yeah, happy to see Look, any of this young town. Like I said, it's great to have it back after those few years with COVID and not really seeing anything and not allowing these kids to flourish. Yeah. The game's, I think, a bit behind, and that's where we're seeing such low stocks inexperienced young talent a lot of people are having to take risks and a lot of these uh you'd have to say that the teams that are poor off are the ones that haven't you know got got lucky with those risks so oh yeah i'm really curious to see how it does pan out hopefully we can start to see some young halves and hookers come through because that's where the game's really short at the moment we've got an abundance of centers and back rowers but trying to get hookers and halves in any teams it's a nightmare as it soon is. as an injury is down, we're done. So I think that's going to be the big takeaway. Um, I'm just really excited for footage to be back in general, to be honest. Oh, it's so good. Just And then when you see the all the photos coming out, them in pre-season, getting ready to start, like the games and all that. Oh, God, it's just so good. It's like, I mean, even the doggies have had uh, this uh, kennel series going on on YouTube at the moment where you can, they're giving you a full insight into their pre-season, what they're about this year. It's As a fan, it's been, yeah, just... You're feeling like you're part of it. Uh, yeah. You, you want to be involved as again, like, you know, just renew your membership, whatever it is. You want to be part of this yeah. momentum. You know, you know, you know, we're not lining up to be a top team, but just excited to be back and oh, yeah. be back and not, not you know, ashamed to be a fan. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But I do have to ask about what you think of your new captain setup. Oh, the about staggered your, captaincy, your, yeah. Uh, is it six cap? No. It's no, you got, is it three captains and a... And a club culture group or something you yeah. got going there? So or? we've got a club a club <laughs> captain in Raymond. We've got the on-field skippers of Reid and uh, and Burton. And then uh, Josh Adokar and I can't remember the six now. Um, but is, they're, it, is it like... They're the off-field guys. So it's a leadership group. So. It's the off-field. Wasn't it like a, they're, they're about team culture or something? Yeah. So and it was like kick-out... Fox uh, yeah, and a couple others, other I think. But yeah, kick out Raymond and Fox. So they're running the yeah. off-field stuff, and then in-game will be uh, you reading Burton calling the shots. And yeah. So look, it's it, it sounds messy. I don't think it's as messy as what the Tigers were back in the day, oh, where they yeah, just said having three or four shot callers. I think it's very. I think they've got very specific captaincy criteria. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Definitely one of my most asked questions yeah. <laughs> from uh, anyone in the street or any of the mates. They're just asking, you know, what do I think of it? I, I, I think it'll be good. I think yeah. anywhere 
I think Fox had to get some sort of role there in oh, the leadership. Did, yeah. um, I'm oh. excited to see Reed get a captaincy role. I think he'll do probably well there. Um, and then, because they're both young, him and Birdo, so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they go, obviously, with losing Josh Jackson pretty... That was pretty sudden, hey? Like, I don't think... No one predicted it. Yeah. I mean, everyone knew that he was on the outer of his career. Like, his, you know, his best footy was behind him, but his, you know, his determination, motivation, his training, his body, everything was still there. Oh, It massively. was just, uh, yeah, obviously, he... I mean, when I said his body, now he's decided his, you know, that was his calling card. He said yeah. that, you know, his... But his body was done. So props to him for calling it and respecting, you know, listening to himself. Big, big fan of that. Yeah. Um, so I th- and I, th- I think that's honestly saved us as well. We had more. We had a spare four or five hundred grand in the cap to go elsewhere, shop around, and exactly. And we also have a chance now to we've we've got nine, ten back rowers. So yeah, fighting for three spots. So now you know we have one less, one less person to kind of get blocked out of a role there. So. Yeah. Really curious how that pans out, but you can just chuck all that money at Spencer when you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few. There's a few I'm sure there'll be some more transfer whispers. We'll have a big list of. Oh we'll, every, yeah, we'll have an episode where we just go through that, but. We'll we'll dive in a lot more. We've got a lot more coming out next week. Hopefully, when Luke's back, we'll have a, a someone else yarning instead of just our two annoying voices for <laughs> you, and we can go from there. But um, yeah, excited for this week. Uh, obviously, we've got Panthers and St Helens next week, which will be a big talk up. Um, for the World Club Challenge, seeing what sort of team Panthers put out for it after putting out absolutely nobody this week. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hopefully they do make a bit of a spectacle out of that. I think I've spe- said the word spectacle 14 times this trip, <laughs> so I'll throw that word in the bin for the rest of this. But yeah, um, yeah excited for that. We'll run through the preseason for next week, um, next week and do a bit of a wrap-up. Absolutely. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, thanks for listening in, guys. That's uh, yeah, show one done and dusted, and look forward to having you guys on next week. Speak Cheers, to you guys bros. next week. Cheers, mate.